The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 16th chapter. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and the Mary mother of James and Salome bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. They had been saying to one another, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled back. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Look, there is the place they laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. So they went out and fled from, from the tomb, for, fair, for terror and amazement had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, O Christ. Folks, we got a problem in this country. Well, more than one, but we have a big problem in this country right now that I don't know how they're going to fix, but our lawmakers are going to have to do something about it. You know, maybe the new presidential administration can address it. It's never been addressed before. They've never even brought it up, and I really don't understand why. You see, there are shows on television that are being canceled after they've had a cliffhanger episode. And that's just wrong. You know, I mean, many of you have heard me talk before about I love to binge watch TV shows, you know, on Hulu or, or Netflix or Amazon Prime. And when I look for a show, I'll go up to see the dates that it aired because the truth is I like to see that the show has already gone off the air because I don't need another television show to watch weekly. You know, I mean, that schedule's pretty much full. And besides, I'm not really patient enough to watch an episode a week later. I'm much more of a I want to watch it right now kind of guy. But the problem with that is a, a lot of shows have these finales, and, and some of them have been really good across the years. You know, Friends, MASH. Um, you know, those are great ending episodes where everything gets wrapped up. There have been some that have had horrible endings like Seinfeld or Frasier or Game of Thrones, which just left you feeling horrible. But at least you knew everything had come to a conclusion. But there are some shows that when they finish filming, they don't know that they're finished filming. And so there's no end. A few years ago, one of our Sunday school classes watched Joan of Arcadia. And the problem with Joan of Arcadia is in the last episode, Joan goes to fight the devil. And that's it. We don't know. Joan might have been killed by the devil. We don't know. Um, there, there have been other episodes, uh, other shows, um, like Mork and Mindy. Now, that's going way on back from when I was a kid. Actually, so is the next show. But in Mork and Mindy, they got sucked into a time vortex that apparently they're still in today. And then Alf. Remember Alf, the cute little alien Muppet-looking thing? You know how that ended? He got caught 
by the United States Armed Forces. What a happy ending that was. And, and it took six years later before they finally came back and resolved it. I mean, we don't like endings like that. We want the conclusion. We want everything wrapped up in a pretty little bow and, and get the happy ending, right? I mean, is that not what we've really wanted this past year with this whole COVID thing? I mean, all right, a year ago, Easter Sunday, nobody was here. Well, except for us. All of y'all were at home watching on, on your tablets, your phone, your TV, however you watched it. And I just knew I had great plans for it. Because in a few weeks, maybe a month or so, we were all going to come back and we were going to have our Easter celebration then. And it was going to be awesome. We were going to have a big covered dish dinner, you know. And everybody was going to get together in the gym. The whole church was going to be right there together. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, that didn't happen. In fact, I'm looking at our crowd now, which is the biggest crowd that we've had since, since we've closed. And it looks like the place is full. Because that's as full as it's been in over a year. I mean, we thought schools would be back in full swing when the new year started, didn't we? But instead, they just sort of trickled in. And just now, in two more weeks, our high school will be back five days. And apparently, they're going to be taking down the plexiglass that my wife is extremely excited about. Things are just starting to roll. You know, things are just starting to creep back to some semblance of normalcy. But the truth is that the big happy ending that we wanted, this, this grand conclusion, just didn't happen. And according to all the experts, it's not going to happen just yet. It's kind of like today's gospel reading, right? I mean, it's Easter. Today's the, the holy of holy days, right? I mean, this is the big one, the Super Bowl of Jesus right here. And we've gathered here, and, and, and we, we stand up, and we hear this gospel reading read. you got two unknown women, Mary Magdalene, and I know we've all heard of her, but the reality is she didn't show up in Mark's gospel until the last chapter when she was at the cross. And then Mary, mother of Salome, whoever that is, and James the Younger, and Joseph, people we don't know, but we know their mother's name is Mary, show up at the tomb, two completely unknown women. And on the way there, they're chatting. You know, there's a big rock in front of this thing, right? <laughs> I hope we didn't waste all our money on these spices that we're not going to be able to use. I don't know who's going to roll it away from us. So, so they get up there, and it's already been rolled back. And so they go in to explore. And sure enough, here's an angel, which might have, you know, clued them into what was going on. But angel sitting there, said, you're looking for Jesus in Nazareth? He's not here. He's been raised. You go tell the disciples and Peter that to, to go on to, to Galilee ahead of them. All right. You heard it there. The angel said, Jesus has been raised. This is wonderful news. This is the best news that they've ever heard. This is the best news that we've ever heard. And how does it end? So they were taken with fear and 
terrified, and they ran away. The end. And see, there's a problem here, because this isn't just the end of today's reading. This is the end of the Gospel of Matthew. Now, if you open up a Bible, you'll say, no, 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 no. There's the longer and the shorter ending right here. No. Those were put in around 100 years later because, like the creators of ALF, they realize that they can't end it that way. But that's exactly how this gospel ended. It ended with fear and terror. The women ran away from the tombs, and they said nothing to anyone. Happy Easter, everyone. Amen. What kind of cliffhanger is that? I mean, we, we want the happy Easter. We want the, the lilies. We, we, we want the, the pretty new clothes. We want the good news of Jesus Christ. And all we get is fear and terror? No, that's not the story, is it? That's not the way that it ends. Is it? Clearly it's not. Because here we are, 2,000 years later, celebrating the fact that that tomb was empty. Celebrating the fact that Jesus Christ had been raised from the dead. That sin and death had been defeated. That, that, that because that tomb was empty, you and I have the promise of eternal life. That we have hope, we have joy. No matter what happens in this life, we know. We know that God is always in control and God has us in his hands. This is the best news ever. And we know they went and told somebody because we're here now. This event changed everything. It changed the entire world. The question now is, did it change us? Because you see, this story has continued. This wasn't the end. Oh no, the story continues today. On and on and on, through generation to generation to generation, we see how the, how the risen Lord continuously impacts all of us. The fact that we have hope and we have eternal life means something to us, and therefore we have impacted the world. And so... Studies have shown that every 500 years, one of these big events has changed the life of the church. 500 years ago, the Reformation happened. And for us Lutherans, that was a really big deal, but it, it, it actually changed the entire face of the church. And now we're at that 500-year mark once again. And I think we can all agree that that big event has happened, and it's called COVID-19. The question is, what kind of change is it going to mean to the church? Because I'm kind of scared. I just announced that in two weeks, we're going to be opening the doors back up. And right now, this looks really full. But we've little by little opened up. And, you know, we started at 25 and we got about 15. And then we moved to 50 and we got about 35. And last year, when we did Palm Sunday and we had palms out front, Every single palm was gone by Sunday morning. This, week, this year, what do you think, Tony, about 10? Maybe 10 were taken. I took six of them to, to bring to somebody myself. 
throughout the course of the year, we've seen the excitement decrease little by little by little as we've gotten farther and farther and farther away from being together. Farther and farther and farther away from singing hymns. Farther and farther away from hearing the word of God proclaimed in person. So is this the end? Is this how it all wraps up? Did COVID kill Christianity? No. And we know this, my friends, because we are not people who have an ending. Our show will always continue because we have the gift of eternal life, because we are people of life. And if Easter says nothing else to us, that's what it says. We are people of life because death doesn't win with Jesus. Sin doesn't win with Jesus. Christ wins because the tomb was empty. We win because Jesus was raised from the dead. And because of that, we know that, that all of this will continue on because God has always got us. God is always in control. And we know that because it doesn't end in fear and terror. It ends in victory and triumph. Dear friends, the world has changed a lot in the last year. You and I have changed a lot in the last year. But nothing, nothing can impact us more than the empty tomb. Because through that one moment, 2,000 years ago, we have hope. We have joy. And we have the promise of eternal life. That changes everything. Amen.